are live for another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday, I go over the relevant headline articles of the week, go over the data so that you can see for yourself and so that you can also become a smarter real estate investor. At the same time, I also provide my insights as to what is happening with the Bay Area marketplace and what is likely to happen. So let's jump right into it. First article of the week, the Bay Area real estate surge is back as COVID eases. There is a lot of news about how much activity there has been going on in the Bay Area. If you haven't watched my recent video, check it out right here. I posted it on Tuesday as to why I believe that 2021 is going to be the hottest market of the last decade for the Bay Area real estate market. We have seen it time and time again already. Everywhere else has received a huge pickup of prices except the Bay Area for the last year. However, that has very quickly changed. You will see momentarily yourself what has happened as people are returning to the office place. Lots of big news, lots of interesting things. So a lot of the core. Sorry, guys. What is happening today, if you guys are still actually live, <laughs> is I'm actually using my hotspot today because for whatever reason in this area, Comcast has been down three times for like 24 hours. So I'm using a hotspot. Appreciate tuning in. Or it's going to be, I don't guarantee that I'm not going to have more technical glitches. We can blame uh, Comcast uh, certainly for that. But let's keep going on. As I mentioned, one of the biggest news of the week is Google invests $7 billion on bet on post-pandemic office. This has been happening. I've been saying it time and time again. If you don't believe me, just drive by yourself. Drive by the area of where Google's headquartered at in Mountain View. Drive by where Facebook is at. Drive by where LinkedIn is at. Drive by where Apple is at. You will see for yourself that there is a lot of construction still happening. And they have actually been building much quicker than the past because they know like this post-pandemic office space is going to be more critical than ever. And it's also a fantastic opportunity to land grab a ton of corporate real estate space on the cheap. So as you can see, they are doubling down on their office. Many of my clients work at Google. They know themselves. Talk to anybody at Google. You will be going to the office at least three days a week. So something just to be mindful of. This also is a reason why it spurred a lot of interest being back to the proximity of these offices and these locations. So be mindful of that. When it comes to vaccines rolled out, I think people are underestimating now because we've been so kind of used to Oh, it's taking a long time. I, who knows when this will end? There's going to be a vaccine out for everybody by May. Just see how many shots are being administered every day and how many shots are available. I think by May, it's going to be a very different landscape. And I think a lot of the delays that people have had of when they'll decide to go back to the office will likely be sometime probably in September at the very least, at the very latest now. So Google has not changed that. So a lot of people are not considering, again, San Mateo County, Santa Clara County, for that reason. Now, it's not all good news, right? A lot of industries have done very poorly. So as you can see, Bay Area hotels in bankruptcy go on auction block. So if anyone wants to round up some money, let's do it. Um, kidding aside, there's some of these are pretty notable. If anybody has driven by the San Jose airport, you have the Four Points by Sheraton. You know, that's been there for a long time. You have the Holiday Inn. This is the one next to the highway, I believe, next to San Mateo, in San Mateo. And you can see there's a lot of hotels that have had issues. 
And um, and it's unsurprising, you know, it's not it's not mysterious. A lot of the Bay Area, a lot, especially for hotels and travel, used to be a lot of corporate work related, whether it's meetings, whether it's conferences, uh, whether it's closing mainly like sales deals, things like that. You know, it's going to be you know somewhat painful and troubling troublesome for them. And it's interesting because a year ago these have been some of the strongest sectors altogether uh, when it came to money printing machines. Um, but my, oh my, how much has things changed in, in one year? Now, what else is also big news, and people have been seeing this for a while, San Francisco is sitting on millions of square feet of vacant office space. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I think the numbers that they have shared here is about 18% of San Francisco office space is on the market right now. There's 14 million square feet of emptiness. Major companies, not only in the city, but yeah. All announced plans to downsize as they consider future remote work more prevalent. More prevalent. That's a very different trend, right? You have big tech that continues to expand very aggressively in terms of expanding your first. And we're about a million of You sell a lot of San Francisco based companies, not so much. So it'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see how things evolve from an office perspective in San Francisco. And I hope. Along somehow, not sure how it can be, but if you can something, you know, into livable units, condos um, or apartments, I think that would be very beneficial. But I'm not sure how exactly they'll be able to do that. Um, at the same time, though, there is a lot of people. A lot of my clients are looking and moving back to the city. Like in the last month, I have had at least six to eight clients that are wanting to buy in the city again. If you have that same number for the last year. Very little, maybe one or two out of the last eight, uh, out of the last year. So it's pretty interesting and, and amazing to see this uh, change. But people are going back, as I mentioned. As vaccines get rolled out, people will want to congregate again. People miss the social interactions. It's going to be quite, uh, quite the interesting festivities at that time. Some small news: Amazon Web Services to leave University Circle office in East Palo Alto. Company's departure leaves 90,000 square foot office space vacant. It's not a whole lot of office space, and they are still going to be at in East Palo Alto. So they're not leaving it all Part of um, and if you're not if you're familiar with where this particular one is, it's actually across the bridge uh, of their of their other units, which is closer to IKEA. So this is the area that you have like DLA Piper. You may see it as you drive on the highway. You have the Four Seasons there. So they're shrinking that one, and they're going to be congregating, I believe, uh, to their other unit, which is a 200,000-square-foot office space. But a lot of Amazon's uh, employees, they will either work here in East Palo Alto or they will also work in Moffitt Field, which has gone through a lot of expansion too, and that's in North Sunnyvale, something to be mindful of. Take a look at the next one. UWM releases Jumbo product to frazzled brokers. Lender had discontinued Jumbo products at the onset of the pandemic. So the way that it works, for those that are not familiar with the lending side of things, uh, typically Jumbo products have been very strong at the big banks. The big banks have wanted to do uh, very well because of, for different reasons. One, um, they wanted to have those as potential clients for their own business. And so for a long time, uh, it was very difficult for mortgage brokers to compete on rates and on products. But UWM is one of the largest brokers out there when it comes to lending. And 
they uh, are now uh, resuming their products back into the marketplace as a lot of uh, activity continues to go back and a lot of confidence has come back. You can see they're even offering a program for up to $2 million with a loan to value ratio of up to 89.99%. That's a 10% down for up to 2 million. So the big banks will not touch that. A lot of the big banks will be a minimum of 20%, if not 25%. Uh, but in this case, if a bank is able to do uh, you know, 10% down for up to 2 million, that's pretty uh, incredible to see. And that is very attractive for those that want to leverage a loan for as large as possible, given how low the rates are. Kevin, thank you so much for reaching out. Love your little profile of Moe's. Uh, hopefully that, I think that might be the, whether it's at the Simpsons, just a screenshot, or if it's um, at, I think it was at Universal Studio, they have the Simpsons land. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you find this very helpful. Uh, last news of the week, home builders are slowing production despite wild demand. This is very interesting news. If you have taken a chance to look at lumber prices uh, and materials, there's one, a big delay of appliances. But there's also a big delay or a big price increase of lumber prices, which has certainly compressed the margins. Now, prices, though, have increased quite a bit. So it will be interesting to see if they're just going to keep controlling these things. Uh, you know, what is inventory going to look like? We all complain about the lack of housing uh, available for individuals. And I think that has to go with different reasons. There's a combination of individuals moving from the rental market into the home ownership market. So we have a lot of millennials that are doing that. At the same time, we also have a lot of people that are buying investment properties, especially given how low the rates are, the lower the rates are. So I have many clients that have multiple properties, especially here in the Bay Area and outside of the area. So that really shrinks what is available. So if new builders cannot keep building, this is going to be a lot more constraint as the years goes on, because this is just a problem happening only recently, because now the new construction builders have actually sold out much faster than they would have even anticipated just a few months ago. So now a lot of new construction you may see, you can't even reserve anything these days. A lot are sold out for at least a year. Um, so be mindful of that. So don't think, oh, you have indefinite time. Uh, it's, it's tight out there for new construction. It's a very popular option for people. It gives people the flexibility. It gives people also the custom build, custom ability in terms of customizing whatever they want of the house. Um, and it's also just a very convenient, you know, experience for uh, first time buyers. So just something to be mindful of as you decide if you want to venture into the new home uh, construction uh, arena. Okay, let's uh, wrap up with what is going on with the market. Take a look at San Mateo County, new listings for the week, 208 new listings. 168 continued pending. This actually number is a, a pretty good spread. It gives people a lot of opportunity. But look at these numbers. The number of new listings a week is much higher than it was pre-shelter. So it gives people some hope. But there is a caveat. Look at what prices have been in the last couple of months. In the last two months alone, prices have continued to remain to have been an increase of 20% in the last two months. Be mindful of that as you make competitive bids. We got into several in Congress, uh, one in Belmont, and it was about the same numbers as what is reflected here. So be mindful of that. You will have to make competitive offers if you want to have a chance to win in this marketplace. So be educated, be analytical, and um, you'll be in a good position. So that's San Mateo County. 
look at let's take a look at Santa Clara County. Look at that increase. Pretty amazing. Now, as I mentioned through last week, I mentioned that the prices will likely drop a little, little bit of what the last week was, but still, it's still averaging out to be about $1.6 million for a single family residential home. Take a look at the activity. 495 new listings this week, 451 contingent pending. If anyone's complaining about the lack of inventory and the lack of, of homes, you are mistaken. The reality, as you can see, we have more new listings than we have had for a long time. This is over a 15, 20% new listing. The challenge in this market is making competitive bids and understanding how you fare. So that's where the skill of a realtor today, of a top producing realtor like myself, that will help navigate my clients. We will make competitive bids every time and we will get in contract pretty quickly if you follow the guidance and we go through the approach. Um, now, you may not choose to want to make a competitive bid of what it will take to win, but at least you'll know and have the knowledge because you can see for yourself, there is plenty of chances. The issue is you're not doing the best you can when you are at bat. That's the most important thing. Inventory is fine. Number of new listings is fine. This is, as, as I mentioned, there's 20% more new listings a week right now. So you have plenty of choices, plenty of options. It's all about recalibrating expectations, understanding how to make competitive offers, um, and also understanding like, you know, where the market is. You can see if you do this, this analysis, this is also similar to about 15% to 20% increase in the last two months. Be mindful of that um, as you go through the journey. If you look at condos, it has also been a you know slight tick upwards. Condos and townhomes have been a slight tick upwards. So something just to be mindful of. So Alameda County. Alameda County has been something just more consistent, right? There was no dips. People have been moving to Alameda County for a while now, either from San Francisco or from San Mateo County. But it's interesting to see that continues to be a, a, a growth upwards. Even condos and townhomes have increased uh, upwards over the over the months. Contra Costa County, similar result. I mean, look at look at the activity. I thought people may have stopped to slow down in Contra Costa County, but you know, I love to be proven wrong by looking at the data. I mean, we continue to break all-time records. This is a pretty substantial increase. I mean, look at the figures now. We're getting close to about eight fifty thousand for a medium single-family home in Contra Costa County versus just two months ago that was seven fifty. So that's uh, about fifteen percent increase as well. Even if you compare from this to the beginning of the year, I mean, take a look at this. I think it was a little under 700 and now it's closer to 850. So 150, that's about 25% increase in one year. Incredible to see Contra Costa County's growth uh, over this time, especially where you get a much bigger house uh, for your money. And as you can see, the median price, you can still buy a house with these numbers at 5% down. That's uh, why it makes it very incredible in that marketplace. Let's look at San Francisco. What is going on in San Francisco? Look at this. Single family has been relatively flat through the year, but look at what has happened in March. People are going this, this is very interesting to see. Look at these prices. We are already way through March, and we are already get we are, have already broken records of the highest prices of the year. If you look at that increase, we're talking about a 10% increase for single family. Incredible to see. I see that continue to happen. Look at condos itself. It's been actually, if you compare it to the beginning, it has had a decline, maybe about seven or eight percent if you compare it from now to about a year ago. But look at what has been going on over the last couple of months. There's been an increase, pretty substantial increase. I mean, we're talking about maybe about 
8% increase already in the last couple of months. So something to be mindful of if you're looking in San Francisco. There is a price to pay for patients. I say that every week. You can wait all, all you want. You can be as patient as you want. But at the same time, there is a price that you pay for that, not just of prices, but also of rising interest rates. Last but certainly not least, let's wrap up with Marin County. Marin County, look at these figures. March 2021, medium sales price now is above 1.6. This is the highest it has been in the last year. Condos and townhomes, there's not a whole lot in Marin County. We won't really cover that. You can see the growth of Marin County. I would say over the last two months, you're talking about 15% growth uh, in the last two months. So I hope you can see it, understand yourself. This is what is actually happening with the Bay Area market. I, I believe we have had it just a laggard. Every other place, I mean, ask any of your friends that have bought in Austin. Ask any of your friends that have bought in Miami. Ask them how much prices have increased in those markets over the last year. You will be surprised, but many of those prices, like in Austin, has increased 40% in one year, right? It's just been staggering and been absolutely incredible to see. And that's been going on because people have been leaving during the year. Now, what is the bet as people go back into the office place? People are moving back to these prime areas. Hence why you see these laggards of San Mateo, Santa Clara County, where it's been relatively flat all year round. And look at the last two months. The data speaks for itself. Understand it. Be aware of it. It's very important in this market. If it's not right, then you're going to have to, you know, it's not a bad idea to start off with condos and townhomes. They're less competitive. But for single family, this is the current situation. You see it for yourself. It's not about making excuses. It's about understanding what is going on. I hope this was helpful. My goal is to educate you guys every week about what is happening. And then I would obviously love to help you every step of the way with the home buying or home selling process. Any questions, reach out to me. My contact details are below. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you at the next one. And sorry about the technical difficulties. Blame Comcast. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com. Or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.